Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. You've heard us talk about DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports, and how Payday can come every day by entering their contests with huge cash prizes up for grabs. This week is jam-packed with action ranging from basketball to hockey, and DraftKings has plenty of ways for you to have a front seat to all of the action. Making a lineup on DraftKings adds excitement to every night and is simple to do. Draft your lineup and feel the sweat like never before. Every moment means more with a DraftKings lineup on the line. DraftKings has paid out over $7 billion to its users across all sports. DraftKings is the leader in daily fantasy sports, so there is no better place to get in on all of the action. Now that you know how to play, download the DraftKings app and sign up using code THPN. New users will get free entry with their first deposit. That's code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network, to get a free entry with your first deposit. Only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. And now, on with the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Quack Report. I'm your host, as always, Carter, joined by my co-host, Nate, to talk everything Ducks hockey and anything else we can think of to avoid talking about Ducks hockey. At this point, that's about what this show is, really. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Not because we don't love the Ducks. We obviously still do. Uh, It's just... uh, just, It's broken broken records. Exactly. Man, we're so in sync. Oh, my God. So in sync. (laughs) Oh my god, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I forget even like who made it or that, but it's just like a cartoon no where it's like two it, it actually works out because it was two ducks and they both just quack at the same time. Oh my god, I was thinking the same thing. Oh my god, we we're so in sync. <laughs> it's not those A it's not from ASDF videos, is it? I think it's something else. It might have been actually. I think it actually was, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Mo- most of my humor comes from those videos. I, I watch them probably every day as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I still think one of my favorites though is the standing up school. And it just like instantly falls down and you fail. <laughs> yeah. Um Harris Memphis says it was. So I will take your word for it. There we go. We trust you, Harris. Oh god, that yeah, those those videos are so good. You can honestly like if you want to burn a couple hours, honestly, you could just watch those and you're just laughing the whole time. There's so many of them now. Like they're they're still coming out. I feel. Yeah, it's great. And like until a few and they're, years ago, they're getting shared a lot on TikTok actually. So like every now and then you'll just kind of come across and you're like, oh sweet, here we go. <laughs> you start yeah. watching them again, even though <laughs> like, and even though like some of them, like especially the old ones, have been out for years. I laugh just as hard as the first time. Honestly, they're so funny. So funny. yeah, like you got the turtle with the button on it on his back, right? Um, uh, what else? You got the kid who likes trains. Uh, I still think one Desmond of my favorites, the Moon Bear. Desmond the Moon Bear. Yeah. Classic. I still, I still think one of my favorites though is the uh, the muffin, like the, the little muffin. Just why won't you eat me? Yeah. <laughs> Do you have room for a muffin? No, I'm full. Why won't 
won't you let me die? <laughs> oh that's, man, I, I'm I'm convinced that's why we have such a dark sense of humor because those ones. Honestly, were, uh, probably. Yeah. 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 No, I was uh, yeah, I was watching that, and then I went back. So Netflix put on uh, the Spectacular Spider-Man TV series from it ran for two seasons. I think just like 2008, 2009, mm-hmm. uh, and then that's when Marvel was bought by Disney, so they canceled all of like the other Spider-Man projects really going on. And at least on the TV side, and uh, but which, by the way, that's an amazing show. I wish it could have continued or have like a Clone Wars thing where it gets brought back because it was yeah such a good show. Um, but just like all the jokes and everything like that in that show, especially like from like Peter Parker, from the, the cast as well. So I'm like I just showed like the ASDF videos and the, that TV series to my girlfriend. I'm like, this is why I have the sense of humor that I. She's like. It makes- <laughs> much sense honestly (laughs) (laughs) it's like a light switch flicking on inside her head yeah (laughs) basically just like really sarcastic and dark at times (laughs) yeah yeah it makes sense um anyways how's uh how's your week been otherwise uh not a whole lot going on i got nothing overly major to comment (laughs) on so yeah Yeah, you're just how uh, about you just hanging out at home just Mm -hmm. hanging out so i mean relaxing is good yeah um no, I'm good. Like I said, I think it was on Wednesdays, I guess Thursday's episode that we record on Wednesday. I, I feel like I always say Wednesday, but the episode comes out Thursday, <laughs> so people probably think I'm an idiot more so than usual. Um, but as I said on that episode, I'm moving uh, next week, pretty much about a week from now. So just lots of packing. Uh, it looks really good in the background right now, but over here and like back here, it's it's disgusting. It's a complete shit show. <laughs> yeah, I, I made it look good for like this and that's it. <laughs> Oh, so are you telling me then that when we move you on that Saturday, because we have to be ready for a live recording on the Sunday, that mm-hmm. it'll be your parents, my girlfriend, and your girlfriend setting up the rest of the house, and we're just going to set up your new office? Is that right? Pretty, pretty much, yeah. Pretty much? <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to have a desk by then, though, so I think my desk is going to be a, a TV tray and uh, an old interface, and then I might just have to hold the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Just go old, yeah, it's old style. Just... Just grab yeah. it. Just grab on with a vice grip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, anyways. So, but we got some people chiming in here saying hi and that sort of thing. Um, I don't know if you had seen it there, but uh, Harris Memphis chiming in again, saying uh, good luck with like the move and all that. Oh kind yes. Of stuff, so. Thank you. But um, we'll, uh, we'll we'll be getting to something from uh, from Harris Memphis here in uh, in a little bit. So we'll we'll, okay, we'll share sweet. some. Uh, Duck's Twitter was out there last night. Let's put it that way. So, uh, you know, pissed for the right reasons, pissed for the wrong reasons. And if, you know, you're active on Duck's Twitter, you'll probably know what I'm talking about. There was some interesting comments out there last night for sure. So, yeah, we'll get well, into that kind of stuff. I think that was a good segue into it. So I'm just going to play the music and we'll keep it going. So in case you live under a rock or have entirely given up on Ducks hockey altogether, which you're we don't blame you for. Yeah, you're just watching the Angels at this point. <laughs> yeah, uh, the Ducks lost 5-1 to the Vegas Golden Knights um, last night, Saturday night. Um, uh, really not surprising. Um, we, we lost 5-2 to them the week before, but thankfully uh, this is the last game that we have to play against them, so that's pretty cool there. <laughs> Hey, that's pretty neat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, there's another place where I 
twisted sense of humor comes from his eye dubs i dubs oh man <laughs> like yeah. hours watching that stuff and what was that second year i think uh yeah yeah i think yeah. so yeah, late nights just many, watching yeah, iDubbbz yeah, videos. Many, yeah, way hilarious. too many hours yeah. of that. <laughs> our, our buddy just let us know he got engaged. So I guess congrats to iDubbbz, even though we know you're not listening. If you are, <laughs> you would, we would just be getting shat on right now. So. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? To get roasted by iDubbbz, I feel like, would be an accomplishment almost. It, it, it'd be an honor, yeah. Yeah, it'd be an honor. I, I would be honored. But um, yeah, just in terms of the Ducks game, I, I mean, we're, we're not really going to be breaking new ground here it's the same old story for the last year um poor defensive play some yeah. offense from the young guys you feel bad for john gibson uh, those are the <laughs> points you had and I, I really have nothing else to add like that's that's it yeah but to add if you're watching the live stream or watching the video on facebook or youtube after instead of just telling you about it, we also have visuals to show you how bad it was. Perfect. So we have to find me, new ways to, yeah, to <laughs> show be, how bad to, our team is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so let's pull up here. This is the uh, just the locations of five-on-five, five, even strength shot locations for both Vegas and Anaheim. Uh, Anaheim's obviously on your left, Vegas on your right. So let's just take a look at the Anaheim ones here, if I'm able to zoom in on this stuff. Oh, beautiful. So we have, it looks like, one, two, three, four, five shots total from in the slot. Uh, one managing to make it in. That was Sam Steele's goal when, you know, everybody decided that uh, COVID restrictions do not apply and everyone was within a foot of each other <laughs> in the <laughs> net. <laughs> um, but, uh, and uh, obviously I'm saying that as a joke here. Um but everything else is, you know, coming from. We really like this uh, right side circle here. I guess for Robin Leonard last night, the left side circle. Um, all all of these hit the net at least, except for the one David Backus one that was a little bit lower here. But other shocked? than nope, <laughs> yeah. But other than that, it's like we had two others, you know, back behind the circles basically. And I don't know why the hell we have uh, two shots from behind the blue line, but that's a thing. It's probably that. Like dump and chase play, but where you fake the dump in and you put it right on net. Yeah, trying to would, trying to sonk yeah. him. Come on, that's only a Keith Yandel thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then we go over to Las Vegas here. And, drastically uh, different. Drastically different. Um, you know, Vegas likes to uh, likes to score, likes to bet big on itself for sure. And look at all of those quality chan. Oh God. Yeah, oh, perfect. We can zoom in even closer here. Look at all those quality chances right in the slot. Dude, and I am seeing three of those go into the net as well. Red is being uh, uh, goals here in this case. Blue are just actual shots on net. Gray are shots that missed. Um, God, I can't even read some of the names. Exactly. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of William Carlson. That's not a guy and, you want to uh, leave Eric, in the slot. And, and Eric Steven here. Yeah, you really don't want to lead those guys there. But, uh, you know, I didn't think it took a uh, a guy whose highest level of hockey played was University of New Middles to be able to tell you that. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> like, this is just, it's horrendous, right? Like, they're taking yeah. shots from everywhere. And the, like, the thing that I'm taking away from this, too, is, is not even that Vegas is you know able to shoot from everywhere, but the amount of obviously red but blue uh, pieces here, right? Because those are the shots on net. Those are the ones that make it, right? Mm -hmm. There are so many there compared to let's let's go take a look at uh, at us here again. 
How many times did we fucking miss the net? A lot. That's Especially on that left side, too. Like, Yeah. Like, uh, that is just... That's horrible. Like, is, why, is uh, Nick, why is Nick Delorier taking a shot from the back here? Like, no. It, he's on here a lot. Like, he's got three shots from high on the left there, and, like, he's got a few shots that, that actually hit missed. the net on the right there. <laughs> what I'm taking away from this is... Uh, Deloria shouldn't shoot unless he's on the right side of the ice. That's what Basically. I'm taking away from this. <laughs> well, I mean, that makes sense because that's where he's supposed to be. And, you know, he's supposed to be in these circle areas at most, right? And coming in, mm-hmm. uh, not way he- back here at the blue line here, trying to take shots like he's trying to be Shea Weber. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, just, you know, like looking at the visual almost makes it more frustrating, right? Because you can see what the issue is. And the fact that we haven't been able to, you know, try to fix this at all really this season, we've seen a couple tweaks to it occasionally, but then it just goes right back to shit show. Yeah. Right. Like it's just, it, it's frustrating in that sense. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is a great visual, I think, to sum up really what's going on the whole season. Um, is the, the gray just shots that missed or does it include block shots as well? Uh, gray is misses. Okay. So it doesn't have blocks. Yeah. I don't, I okay. think. I'm guessing that a uh, a miss is technically a block as well. So oh, okay, yeah. Um, I, I was just but, curious if, oh, if you knew. Either way, yeah. Uh, yeah. Ooh, what was that? Uh, <laughs> I got I get pop ups every now and then. So oh, gotcha. But I've just you know I got those goalie reflexes that as soon as it pops up, I'm just like, no, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> it's like John Gibson, but I don't have to uh, you know try to also make up for my defense here being absolute dog shit lately. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But uh, oh, Matt, yeah, he looked so, so frustrated after oh, that he fourth did. one. And, and I don't blame him here. Let me pull up the tweet uh, that I posted on the Quack Report after that fifth goal. Um, so I said, not putting the blame on him when saying this, but it does seem like Gibson has nearly given up this year. When you are that competitive and you're playing for nothing and receiving little to no help, it just feels worthless. The team has to help him. Mm-hmm. Which... I I know I posted that obviously, but like that's honestly what I truly believe. You can just see it in his eyes at this point that he's just like, I'm done because it does suck to be like, we know that John Gibson is extremely competitive. That's why he still plays as many games as he does. That's why he's still even making big saves like he did in this game, right? Because he is that competitive. He wants to win. And he's one of the few guys I think on this team that is wanting to win consistently and he gives it as much as he can every game but honestly when you're giving up like at the fourth goal and that sort of thing yeah he's gonna you know go out and try to stop the guy at the at the dots like he did a couple games ago right because your defense isn't doing anything either he's gonna be making the pad stacks and then you know you're still gonna give up with the guy trailing and yeah he's gonna give you a look at this point which i don't normally agree with right like you're supposed to be a team don't go around starting blaming each other but that's kind of at the point where it's like okay i'm doing everything i can where are you guys right so like i i feel honestly for john gibson and i think a lot of ducks fans do and that's like it seemed like on twitter last night yeah just that like they under like as much as they can they understand the frustration that he has right because you know he's we're seeing it from a different view, obviously, but he's kind of seeing the same thing that he is getting no help whatsoever. So. Yeah. Like it, it's different if you lose these games, but you, you at least play with a solid defensive effort or just effort in general. Like I, I yeah. don't think Gibson would be too mad about losing 
say three two or or even four three or something like that. As long as he gets that defensive help, yeah. yeah. But what like this this game honestly could have been a lot worse if not for John Gibson. Like the the score is only semi respectable, and even then a five one loss isn't that respectable because yeah. of John Gibson. Like there's not. He's not getting any help. Like all of the goals, there was nothing he could really do about mm-hmm. them. I'm just taking a look here at how many games we have left. We have eight games left. I would be okay with him three, four games more max. Honestly, mm-hmm. give the guy a little bit of an early break. He's going to hate it, but but he's deserved it too. He's deserved. He has put in everything he can this season. Like. So many of those early wins that we had this season, like I at least half of our wins, I would say, are because of him solely, mm-hmm. not because of the rest of the team in front of him. Yeah. So, you know, give him, I, I, he's going to hate it. Ducks fans might hate it as well, but I think give him the time off, right? Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't understand, honestly, why we kept playing him against Vegas because. You could again. You could just tell how frustrated he was. Mm-hmm. Give a couple more games to Solaris. That's not saying that he's taking over the starting role or anything like that, right? And no. you know, Miller's still trying to kind of go for some records. You know, it's been enough time. I don't think Miller's mm-hmm. played in a month, right? Yep. Yeah, probably. About give that. a give a little bit to those guys. Let yeah, them. We still try. we still don't know. We haven't Dostal if, if he's yeah, at exactly. the NHL level yet. Yeah. Like, why have we not tried Lucas Dostal yet? Why? <laughs> yeah, even one game. You need to know if this kid can play in the NHL. Like, it's yeah. so different between the AHL and NHL that you just can't... You can't just assume that because he's doing well everywhere else, he's going to be fine in the NHL. It does, yeah, it doesn't exactly. Work that way. Uh, we had Harris Memphis chiming in here. He said, uh, I'd let him play the final two home games against LA. Yeah, I, I would go for that as well. Yeah, like Gibson played those sure. two games. You could, Honestly, you could let him play those two. Just say, okay, just get ready for those two. And the rest, leave it to Miller and Stellars and Dostal if you're not a fucking idiot and want to try something yeah, uh, to make your team a little bit better for the future. So, mm-hmm. I, I mean, <laughs> Gibson's going to, or the fans are going to want to see Gibson play as well. So I think that's, yeah. that's smart to have him at the home games. Yeah, exactly. I just feel bad, though, that like the home games that we have had with fans in the building, the team has just let fans down. Dude, they've been atrocious. <laughs> it's been horrible. Like, 4 nothing loss. 5-2 loss and a 5-1 loss all to Vegas. Like let me do yeah. some quick math here. That's 9. That's 14 to 3. <laughs> yeah, they might as well install the Ve- they might as well have installed the Vegas goal horn at that point. Like Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah. Um I, I mean I think the the games against LA will be good. I, I think we do always show up for those ones. Because it's the end of the season, we might not, but yeah, hopefully it's at least respectable. I don't know. Yeah, if it's respect, honestly, I would actually much rather be consistent and be consistently dog shit for the rest of the year than have this team play well, get a few wins, and being like, "Why weren't we seeing this earlier? You could have had a chance if you did this earlier." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I so, know what you mean. I, I know that just seems ridiculous, but that's kind of the point that I'm at. Like I. I don't want to be more frustrated by winning, if that makes sense. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, Yeah, I guess you said you had some more fan comments for us. Um, 
I think you yeah. want to get to those. Yeah, let's take a look here. So I did post the the final result of five one last night, and uh, you know normally I'm asking for oh who's your player of the game or that sort of thing. You're like how are you celebrating the win tonight? If you know on the rare occasion that we do and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Uh, instead, I said there was no questions or anything. I said just leave your rants below. We might share a couple. So we got a few in, um, and uh, so we had at C Premacy, so C E P R E M A C Y, just responded with a picture of uh, Hannibal Burre, uh, or Hannibal Burris. I forget how his last, what his last name is exactly, uh, but it's just like laughing and this sucks, man. <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean, not yeah. wrong. Uh, somebody else here at New Mate. Uh, if you're an Office fan, you'll understand the reference. Uh, this quote rebuild feels like Pam's engagement to Roy. Hashtag no end in sight. <laughs> um, but uh, the big one that we had here, it wasn't just like it. W- this was definitely a rant. And as a letter, uh, we've had our buddy ha- uh, Harris Memphis pop up a couple times. This is from him. And I was just seeing my phone blow up, and I'm like, "Damn! All right, we're going for it here." <laughs> so, bear with me as I'm. I will. I will read this because it it is really good. I think. Uh, so he says, "I'm honestly concerned on if the Ducks have started a proper rebuild. Think about it. Steele and Jones haven't worked out and are mostly invisible. Larson is just bad, and we are being carried by goaltending again. We have made little to no progress in the self destruction a few years ago." This is what happens when you don't truly commit to a rebuild and use half measures to stay competitive while trying to develop young talent. It's not working, period. I'm just going to sidebar here. We also saw it in Detroit, right? And then when they finally decided to tear it all down, they're already doing better a year later, like a lot yeah, better. You could even throw Ottawa in there as well. Yeah, them too. Uh, although they they just kind of went for it anyways. Yeah. So. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Um, it's not working, period. Does uh, doesn't help that Eakins doesn't look like a, the right coach going forward. He was brought in because he was familiar with the young guys. He hasn't helped their development at all. I would suggest getting Gallant, but I doubt he would want to come to this shit show. This has nothing to do with the loss of the Knights. One game doesn't define a team. What does define a team is the terrible trades made over the years and how the returns have been underwhelming at best and flat-out flops at worst. I want to believe that the future is bright in Anaheim, but I don't see it with Murray and Eakins at the helm. Unfortunately, I know ownership isn't going to do anything most likely, because if they did, they would have fired Murray after the 25th anniversary season, but that didn't happen. We kept Josh Manson and Sammy uh, Vatanen over Shea Theodore. How's that working out for us? Uh, Again, sidebar. Theodore scored last night. Of course. He always scores against us. He always (laughs) scores against us. Like Honestly, like, before we even started this show, I saw that and I was like, are you fucking stupid or what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm dead serious on this next part. The Ducks need to just blow everything up. Anyone not named Steele, Jones, Comtois, Lindholm, Goulet, Stellars, Dostal, Drysdale, and Zegris need to be traded or left to Seattle. Even Gibson needs to be saved from this shit show. We can't keep the old guard like the Kings did because it's not working for us. We need to just suck for a year or two and then really see what the kids have because sheltering them is holding the team back big time. That last point, especially, I've been saying that all year with Trevor Zegras is a hundred percent right. Oh yeah. You're, if you're if you're going to continually be a helicopter parent over these players, essentially, it's not they they aren't going to do anything right. Mm-hmm. 
So um, there was something else here just in this that I wanted to, to talk about as well. I don't remember now. Oh, yeah, I think it was that, like, talking about terrible trades and that, and I was about to say the uh, Shea Theodore thing, but uh, it came up later in the letter. Mm-hmm. So, um, gotcha. but, like, it, it, honestly, Harris, man, you fucking nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that, no, that's and, perfect. Yeah. And I'll just reiterate, because I I keep seeing it in the comments on all of the, you know, Ducks posts and everything like that, of the Fire Eakins, Fire Murray. You guys have been wanting that for the last two months. It's not happening until the end of the season. Just admit it. We have eight games left. Hopefully that's when it happens. If not, I will... I don't, what? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Let me, hold on a second. Let, let me see what we're at here. Uh, okay. So May 8th is our last scheduled game. How about by, I don't know, let's say Saturday the 29th of May. Okay. So by the end of May. So a couple weeks to. So that's three full weeks out. after the season is done. If. Either one or both of Dallas Eakins and Bob Murray are not fired by that time. I don't know. I'll cover my beard in, in whipped cream or something like that. <laughs> Do I get to lick I, it off you? Uh, I, social distance, man. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I have to contain my or, urges. Or I, or I don't know. I'll, I'll do something. How about? Okay. We'll yeah. figure out what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Or, I'll, or I don't know. I'll do like three shots of vodka. We we know I'm not a straight. Okay, well it has to, it can't be all enjoyable. You got to make it a little. Oh, that's not enjoyable for me. No, no, no. I'd ra- I much <laughs> rather take like Jägermeister or something like that over just like straight vodka. I'm okay. not a vodka person unless it's mixed. Okay, fair enough. But like I'll, enough. I'll do something if that doesn't happen. So, okay, but yeah. like it's I'm I, it's I've been seeing it the whole way as it's going to be at the end of the season, and if mm-hmm. not, then. Wow, we are in for a rough year next year as well, my friend. <laughs> rough couple years, I think. There's uh, we might we might just be taking vodka shots anyway, just to numb the pain, <laughs> <laughs> just to feel something again. Just to feel something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's uh, it's been pretty rough. Um, how are we doing for time? Okay, let's uh, let's get to the quick news piece here because I don't think it's going to take us too long. Um, yeah, speaking we'll of numbing some fucking pain, my God. <laughs> yeah, holy shit. So Silverberg uh, is undergoing season-ending hip surgery. I mean, obviously season-ending with it only being eight games left. Yeah. Um, but spo- supposedly he'll be out about four to six months, so most of the off-season. That shouldn't really affect next season, uh, maybe into training camp a, a little bit, but he should be back at or near the beginning of the season, if it's according to plan. Anyways, yeah. Um, yeah, apparently it's been a kind of an issue for the last couple of years, um, and he's just kind of played through it. Obviously, a playable injury, but just hasn't been at a hundred percent. It sounds like so we've been seeing you know eighty or ninety percent Silverberg, um, but they've they've chosen now is the time to deal with that, which I mean is good. I think that's it means that we don't need to rely on Silverberg, and it's like okay, hopefully you can just recover, get to a hundred percent. We'll see you when you're ready, sort of thing. Yeah. Um... I mean, it makes so much more sense, honestly, because it f- really felt like Silverberg something was holding him back this year, 
and it's nice yeah. to have an answer for it. Mm-hmm. But and I I know this if you know anything about me, I guess like you would know uh, at least Carter that like mm-hmm. if like if I get if I've been hurt in sports or that sort of thing, I push through it probably to the point that I shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, like my last season of senior lacrosse, I was going to physiotherapy twice a week just so I could play basically. Um, but uh, you know, like for especially these guys, the money they make and like what they're doing to their bodies as well. Mm-hmm. I feel like this maybe should have been dealt with sooner. Yeah. Right. Like why play through a season that doesn't matter just to go do it now anyway. Mm-hmm. Like right? I think during that terrible losing streak, it, it maybe should have been uh, yeah. addressed or, yeah. or even sooner than that for sure. But yeah, no, I think, I think you kind of touched on it before when you said like you were always the, the guy to try and play through injuries um, when you shouldn't have. And uh, I get that vibe from Silverberg too. Like he's, he's always wanted to play. Like he, he, I don't think he really misses games. I can't think of a time he's ever missed a game from mm-hmm. any lingering injury. So, um, yeah, that's the wild thing with athletes, right? Is that like, if there's any chance of us playing, we'll want to play. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Like I even played through, yeah, I played through like a not great MCL, um, bad hip as well. Uh, Going back to things like U16, I played through um, something happening to like the nerve in my spine that still gives me like weird pains in my ribs. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like I played through that, and I think because I was the only goalie at the time, I stayed in that game. And every time I moved, I flinched. Mm-hmm. It was not fun, but I still did it anyway because I'm a fucking idiot. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but like I said, though, if athletes get a chance to still be able to play, they will do it. So, but mm-hmm. that's where you should have management come in as well and say, okay, we can see that this is not working for you. We want you to take the time away. So, yeah. not, yeah, you know what? Like, this is a losing season, but we want you to keep playing, like, or just keep playing, that sort of thing, right? Like, that's where yeah. somebody has to step in, I feel. Yeah, but. yeah, for sure. Um, so, I mean, that makes me excited to see Silverberg because he's mm-hmm. next season because he's been quite underwhelming this season. Not like terrible, but just but you not can just tell he, he wasn't be. all there. So, yeah, um, yeah, it's. Uh, I think that'll be good for him. I think we'll get hopefully get more out of him next season um, with him being fully healthy. Um, but yeah, speedy recovery to Silverberg, and hopefully uh, we'll see you next season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hopefully soon. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a quick break here about halfway through the epi and we'll we'll see you guys on the other side. When it comes to locker room pranks, because if I there's one thing I know about junior hockey is that it's full <laughs> of locker room pranks. Has anyone pulled a good one on you? Um, I don't think so. I like to I've been trying to get some guys this year like <laughs> the other day we or actually last night we had a, a basketball game at the at the rink mm-hmm. just, just the boys and we actually me and one of the other guys we convinced him that we're all wearing suits to the basketball game so, it was just <laughs> after him, so uh, that's just, evil yeah so he, he showed up in a, in a full suit and everybody got a pretty good kick out of that so yes sir i'm a blues fan yes sir i'm a blues fan heartbreaks all i knew man that team from old saint lou man got a cup of gear 52 man give me a let's go blues <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, and as always, you can follow Blue Notes Pod at Blue Notes Pod on Twitter, and I believe they're on Instagram. Not sure about that, but Twitter for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't remember offhand. I think yeah. they are. Um, had a quick question here that I think kind of relates to what we were talking about before the break. Uh, again, from Harris, um, who should be our captain next season if we go with one at all? Um, I'm. And That's also if that would be, Getzlaff retires. That would be assuming if, if Getzlaff retires. Yeah. So um, we'll we'll keep it quick because we still have a little bit to go through here. But um, is there thirty seconds? Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. Block. Oh yeah, I was I was just thinking that. And then, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I got my phone up here, so let's do the perfect the thirty seconds. Um, Nate, do you want to start? Yeah, sure. Okay, three, two, one. Nobody. You got to see who what uh, this team has, who can actually step up to be a leader on this team because I'm not really seeing anybody at the moment. It might even be one of the young guys. You never know. Uh, so, yeah, I think take a year or two even to really develop and see who is captain material at this point. So give a few A's, see if anyone steps up. Yeah, and he still has seven seconds to go, so. Nice that. Um, yeah, I really don't have anything to add. I was going to say basically the same <laughs> thing, except that maybe uh, you'd have to consider Silverberg um, as one. I think he's got some good locker room presence. But yeah, I think if anybody like is a front runner, it'd be Silverberg or Fowler because yeah. they've they have the tar- like mm-hmm. the tenure here. But yeah, um, um, but yeah, I'd still take yeah. the year to to figure it out. So yeah, nothing to I, add there. My I guess if my front runner would be Cam Fowler. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that'd be a good choice too. So, okay. Um, the uh, oh yes, that's why I had my phone out. Um, the uh, NHL proposed a couple of uh, different structures to the season. Um, at, I think it was the one of the general manager managers meetings. Um, and uh, with Seattle coming in, you obviously have to kind of rework the amount of games played to just work out to eighty-two still, um, mm-hmm. or around that. Uh, anyways, the two options proposed um, were a home and home with the opposing conference, which would be 32 games um, over the season, which is how it is right now. Um, and then also three games versus the other division in your conference, conference, which accounts for 24 games, which I believe is also how it is now. Um, I think you play everyone in the other division three times-ish. Uh, and then the remaining 26 games are within your division four of them against five teams and three versus the other two. And that would likely lead to conference-based playoffs. So basically kind of what we have now with the wild card and all that. Or would conference-based be more going back to like the one to eight? Uh, maybe that maybe too, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm not exactly sure. It just says likely conference playoffs. So Which, I, yeah, I, I do miss that, honestly. I miss the one was, to eight. That was fun. The wild card's fun for sure, but I'm kind of over it already. One to eight was always mm-hmm. entertaining because it was. You'd you know, see different matchups the in the team. first round yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, the last versus the first for sure. Um, option number two is home and home uh, with the three other divisions, which accounts for forty-eight games. So you'd just play everybody not in your division twice, and that's it. As opposed to three times for the division in the same conference and two for the other. So really, you're just taking out a few extra games. Mm. Um, from some other teams. Um, but you still see everybody. Uh, and then with that, four games versus each division opponent, which accounts for 28 games, which leaves six games left over for what they call special scheduling, um, which I've heard is um, going to be used mostly for like divisional rivalries. So like um, we'd probably get one or two extra against 
um, LA and San Jose. Um, you know, you'd see, say, Edmonton and Calgary get a couple extra games against each other, Pittsburgh and Philadelphia, like those kind of rivalries, those division based ones. And the Devils, yeah. Yeah, 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 those kind of ones. And then I'm sure, too, just to make it work out, you know, we might get an extra game against, say, Arizona or something, some, mm-hmm. someone nearby that maybe we've had some beef with over the last couple of years, whatever. Vegas. Vegas. <laughs> My God, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's what it's going to be, though. <laughs> oh, probably. Yeah, just because fuck the Ducks, right? <laughs> um, so out of those two options, the the one where you do the home and home against the division, or the other conference, sorry, and then a few more against the other division in the West, and then um, a little bit more against, uh, or I guess a little bit less, sorry, against your own division, and then conference playoffs. Would you prefer that, or would you prefer... You just see everybody twice, and then it's mostly divisional-based. I do like to see everybody twice, and it's mostly divisional-based. That's, for the most part, what it has been in the past. But if it is going to that conference playoff, and that's like the one to eight, because that's what I think of when I I think of conference playoffs. Because otherwise, it's division playoffs, right? Yeah. I don't know. I like that conference playoff idea. And that's not to just, oh, I'm nostalgic about that. But like, it's there's always something exciting to come out of that as well right Mm -hmm. because like i don't know take a look down the road even uh at la in 2012 right they were that eighth spot they were kind of that cinderella story that happens so Mm -hmm. i don't know i think it it would be entertaining it's always entertaining to follow the eight seed in on each side um Mm -hmm. because not always but every once in a while i'd say probably 30 percent of the time they end up winning a couple rounds yeah. Or sometimes even going all the way. Like it's it's really entertaining to watch, especially if your team's not in it. It's it's fun to cheer for that underdog, at least in my opinion. So yeah, I, I basically really like that if, as well. Yeah, if that eighth seed comes out of that first round, that means they knocked off the first and they're a team can they're a team to watch at that point. Yeah. It's it's so. way more entertaining to watch eight versus one than than cheer for what wild card two against Yeah the, the against top and, the yeah, other division, the yeah, because yeah. they could be from the same division. There's only a couple points spread, right? But normally between like first and eight, it's it's decent enough. But mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I, I should mention too that the divisions are going to go back to what they were uh, before this. So there's no Canadian division. It's going to be um, Vancouver, Edmonton, Calgary, um, Anaheim, LA, San Jose, Seattle now, and Vegas. Because I think Arizona's yeah. hopping over. Is that right? Yeah, Arizona's hopping over to the to the Central Division, which. Uh, that kind of sucks for them. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> I, I would much rather Arizona stays and then they send Vegas over to the other one. Yeah, unfortunately, geographically, though, that doesn't work. <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, I I don't know. I think I'm kind of with you here. I'm a fan of the where you play the other three divisions twice and then you have more divisional games. I, I have actually enjoyed it with this season. Yeah, it mm-hmm. would be nice to see um, some of the other teams so that you can actually kind of follow them and see what's going on around the league. But uh, I, I do like the divisional rivalries that have been developing, especially in kind of the mini series, like the two mm. or three game sets. It's it's really fun to watch, especially now because you're getting into that that playoff kind of hockey, um, so or that playoff feel. Everyone's trying to make that final push to get good yeah. positioning in the playoffs. So, yeah, as much as you know, it's been fun with kind of like the playoff type setup in a way of like you're playing multiple games against a team and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. It. As exciting as it's been, it's also gotten kind of almost redundant at this point. 
yeah. of like, oh, we're like, I don't know, say with like the Calgary Flames, they're playing Montreal in like three games in five days, basically. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, we're, it's just a Groundhog Day scenario, basically, at this point. Yeah. Yeah, um, exactly. But I think the divisional but, games yeah. won't get boring. Like they've never gotten boring before, right? No, um, but I think just like mixing in a few, like obviously it, it was different this year, but like mixing yeah. in a few more of the outside teams into that just makes those division games more exciting at that point. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I think like with option two, where you play a home and home against all the other teams that aren't in your division, that's that takes care of almost 60% of the season right yeah. there. So really only 40% is like just over 40% is against your own division. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you have, say, that's say a pretty like good a, amount, honestly. Yeah. Say we have a two game series against LA, then we'll, we'll fuck off probably for a couple weeks to go play some, <laughs> some East coast games, come back, maybe play a couple games with say Calgary visiting. Um, mm-hmm. And then we go up, play a couple games against Edmonton, a couple games against Calgary and then come back or like whatever. So it's you, you don't get too bored of it. You get a little bit of a break from the division teams, but I, I still think I, I do like the two game sets, um, and, and I would like to see it within the division. So, yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, for me, that big thing is just that conference playoff. I would just like to see like the one yeah, to for sure. return. So, yeah, definitely, I think that would be good. Um, yeah, how we I, get there doesn't matter as much to me. Yeah, I think. I think you could still do it with the, um, like with say the second option. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's not a lot of crossover between the divisions, but you can still like seed them together. There's still enough mm-hmm. games there. Yeah, for sure. You you play with that importance. Like even though we're not, we wouldn't be in the same division as say St. Louis anymore. We would still go into that game with like, a, okay, this game has potential playoff implications. Yeah, exactly. Whereas when we go all the way to say. New Jersey, it's like, okay, we'll play it. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Uh, ooh. Okay, I'm going to bring this up. I don't know if I'm going to answer it, though, because that'll probably be an episode in a couple weeks. I For feel sure. like that'll be yeah. Yeah, like a whole episode in itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Harris had the question, uh, if you could make Seattle take one guy off the duck, who would it be? Actually, no. We might be able to answer this, actually. Just yeah. who would we want them to take? Yeah. It- yeah, if you could say here's here's a pick, take this player, like entice yeah. them. Okay, yeah, maybe yeah. we could answer this then. Yeah, basically, who do you um, hate most on the Ducks and would not be <laughs> mad about leaving? <laughs> oh man, um, as much as he kind of had a resurgence again about halfway through the season, I gotta go, Adam Henrique. Yeah, that that's might a- be a little bit of an off the board answer, but. I just I kind of want room for these young guys to come into their own, right? And that's yeah. As on one hand, you're giving away the experience, right? But I think there's still enough guys like Shattenkirk and Fowler, um, even like you know Silverberg stays around, right? There's there's guys who can still give that older leadership in a way. Yeah, um, yeah I think and I think it would kind of work for us. But I mean, that could be a that could honestly be a horrible take. I might have somebody being like, "Are you fucking kidding me, Adam Henrique? You want to just give him?" Um, no, I I don't think so. Because like, I can I can see the benefits to it, right, for our team in the yeah. future. It, it's committing to the full rebuild there, and yeah. I just looked it up. Um, Henrique's cap hit is five point eight two five million. That's a lot that of a that's a chunk of change. Enough. 
Yeah. We we have some young guys that need to be signed. I mean, we have um I guess Getzlaff and back as our two UFAs. But in terms of RFAs, we have Heinen, Lindstrom, Jones, Steele, Comtois, and Volkov. Those yeah, those guys need to get a pay raise beyond their their ELC. Like you need to find that money from somewhere. Yeah. Um we we need to go out and find a goalie um potentially. Uh, I, I mean, I guess there's Stellars. I, I, I have faith in Stellars. I guess we don't need to do that. But um. Yeah, and I, I don't see him getting taken by Seattle just because there's going to be a lot of other uh, potentials. Yeah, yeah, he's he's going to be fine. I think, um, I, I think we talked about this on the last episode, but I kind of wonder with how things have been going in Florida, if Bobrovsky is able, if Bobrovsky possibly gets exposed, if they ask him to, to waive his no-move clause. Uh, it's possible. Yeah, it's very, very possible. Indeed. So, I mean, it kind of works for Seattle as well because they get like a big name. It's kind of like when Vegas got Flurry, right? Yeah, it's a name you recognize and somebody you could make the face of a franchise because teams are going to be a lot more careful with who they're exposing this time around. Mm-hmm. I think uh, that's. I think because uh, I have Drager in my my fantasy team and he's been playing a lot more than I would expect this season. Yeah. So I think that that's kind of a, a move to say to Bobrovsky, hey, this guy's kind of becoming our starter. You're not going to get as many games. If you yeah. want more games, wave your no move, and I'm sure Seattle would love to have you. Yeah, and Flo- and I mean, Florida doesn't even have to protect Spencer Knight, who had a great first game as well. I don't know if he's played mm-hmm. since, but... I don't think so. Um, yeah, they don't have to protect him, just like we don't have to protect uh, Lucas Dostal. Um, yeah. So Lars will be the goalie that we expose. I guess I'm jumping a little ahead of. I said we talk about this later, which we yeah. will. But um, just the goaltending wise, though, yeah, I think Stolarz will be the only guy we'll have to. Um, oh, and I guess Ryan Miller as well. But Seattle won't be taking Miller because um, I was reading up on it. And if so, you can you can expose any potential free agents. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they're taken, then Seattle and that player would have I think ten days to reach an agreement. Um, on a yeah. contract, or it, or the player just goes to free agency. So mm-hmm. they, it, it's a bit of a Seattle, risk for them to take a U.S. Yeah, Seattle won't be probably risking that unless they're. I think they're able to have potentially meetings beforehand as well. Um, I think so on trying to make a contract. So if like they're at least less uh, left exposed, they're yeah. able to do that. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it'll uh, definitely be interesting. But uh, yeah, I think our our whole. Uh, you know, like who will protect and everything like that. We'll do that in the off season, a little bit closer to the expansion draft. Um, I'll, I don't know it offhand, but we'll see if we can figure out the dates that the protected lists have to be in by and like when they'll be mm-hmm. released. Um, we'll do it obviously before then. we'll do it around there. So, but yeah, because it, um, it does like as much as it would be nice to, you know, do that for some content right now. We also need something for the summer because it's yeah. going to be a long one. <laughs> it's going to be a long um, summer, that's for sure. But uh, yeah, I think just to you know, and get we'll be in that hype as well, right? Of you know, Seattle yeah. being able to pick their team and everything like that as well. So mm-hmm. um, I'm just anxiously awaiting when those when the Seattle jerseys drop so that I can add it to the collection. So. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I was just taking a look at the uh, at cap friendly and just to try and answer the question. I think I would have to go Adam Henrique as well if I could force someone because i don't want any of the young guys to yeah. go uh, i i i could maybe put raquel in there but i do l- still like 
some Raquel. I think he's shown a lot of promise in the second half of the season. And it would yeah. I, I think we could get good assets for him, so it would suck to lose him for nothing there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'd I'd much rather if we did something with him besides keep him on the squad, I would much rather get a trade out of it than I would just giving him up for nothing. So. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So but um yeah, okay. I think uh I think that covers news um, there. And hopefully that answered your question to, to some satisfaction there. But yeah, as Nate said, we'll get into it more later. Um, okay, upcoming games, uh, Monday and Wednesday, both against LA, uh, in LA uh, at 7 Pacific. Um, yeah, the first two of a four-game series there. So um, hopefully we can see a little bit of an effort from the guys in, in that uh, rivalry. But um I forget already what happened last time we played LA, didn't we? We lost to them, didn't we? Like four one. Uh, let me take a look here. Uh, yeah, just... the last yeah the last game we played against LA, we lost four one. That 4-1. was last okay. that was last Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, let me see what our season series is against them here. I feel like it's not one, that good. Two two. Uh, it's tied two two right now. Oh, okay. So we won the first two games. They won the second two games. But taking a look here, the difference is is when we've won, they've been a lot closer. So it was a 3-1 win and a 6-5 win. Uh, that second one was in overtime. But when the Kings have beat us, they have beat us. It's been 5-1 and 4-1 respectively. Awesome. So this game so. could either be interesting and pretty close, yeah. or it could just be <laughs> Be awful. a complete runaway. Yep. And I think as usual, we'll know about halfway through the first period, how it's going to go. Yeah, pretty so, much. So, or, yeah. or in the case of the Vegas game, 23 seconds in. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, no, I think uh, uh, when it comes to LA, um, it, it's, it really comes down to how much effort we put in in the first period. Um, mm-hmm. it, if we don't get involved physically, I don't think we really have a shot against them. Um, yeah. And I, I think the same goes for them as well. They also need to, to play a little bit more physical against us, so uh, hopefully we can see a physical game, because I, I do like our chances if the game starts to get a little bit emotional in that way. And that yeah, might not sure. be in the first one, but in the second one, I think, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, should we get to some uh, what's quacking? I gotta, I'm, I'm excited to play this game here. Um, I can tell you're excited, but we got a, a quick goals update. <laughs> oh, we do update. have a goals update, right? right, yeah. right. I'll, I'll breeze through it as bros. usual. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're doing pretty well, actually, on a three-game win streak. Um, Hell yeah. So, yeah, they won 5-1 against San Jose on Tuesday, 6-2 against them on Wednesday, uh, and then beat the Henderson Silver Knights Saturday uh, 4-1. to Then they play Henderson again on um, Sunday night. So we won't get go. to that one today. But yeah, and then next week, got a few days off. They don't play again until Friday. So what's that, three? No, four days off. Um, but they play Friday, Saturday uh, at home against the Tucson Roadrunners. Nice. So yeah, they're doing pretty well. Tied for second in points percentage. Uh, first in points with forty four game or forty four points in thirty five games played, um, so yeah, they're they're right up there. It'd be really nice for them to take the division title. I think that would be a really good boost for the prospects there. Yeah, I'll have to figure out a way to uh, to watch those games. I don't know if the AHL TV will do like a playoff package or something like that. But if the Gulls are yeah. in it, I'll I'll check it out. So because for sure, we'll be sure watching beats, the Ducks. Uh, yeah, <laughs> sure beats watching the Ducks. I mean, they're not going to be playing anyways, but yeah. Um, and just casually throwing this out here, though, if anybody wants to send me a black uh, San Diego Gulls jersey, I will gladly wear it on the show and have it hanging up or that sort of thing. And uh, <laughs> I, I, I wear I wear an extra large. So those are <laughs> those are honestly nice jerseys. I, I like the blue 
in it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I love those those colors. They're a yeah, nice scheme. They're very nice, very nice. Yes. Um, Zegris update as well because I know everyone loves some Zegris here. Uh, He's no still points. going up in Anaheim. That's all we care about. <laughs> yeah, no points against uh, San Jose in that first game, but a goal and an assist in the second one, and two assists against the Silver Knights. So four points in his last uh, three games this week. Pretty good, I'd say. Nice, as you might expect. Okay, completely off topic, but this is a question mm-hmm. I was thinking about earlier, and we still have some viewers on right now. Um, is there what's the American equivalent of a Tim Hortons ice cap? I'm just kind of curious, actually. Like, is like it's basically just like a like a frozen like a slushy cappuccino. Is there like what's the American American equivalent? Is there something like Duncan does or something like that? Can I'm just kind of curious if anybody has an answer for me. Like a Duncan cap. <laughs> yeah, like a Duncan cap. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm just kind of yeah. Oh, geez, hit my hit my computer. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's a pretty unique thing. I was thinking about that yeah. the other day because I ordered an ice cap and I was like, you know what? What the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> what am I actually putting in my body? This? this is it's frozen coffee and cream. Yeah, it's a frozen weird. cappuccino. Yeah, it's weird. Which uh, which for mine, I don't do the cream. I do chocolate milk. It's really fucking good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, we'll uh, we'll wait for an answer. But while we do that, we'll uh, we'll get to what's cracking because I know you're hyped. About that. All right, so if uh, you're still tuning in as well, you can play along with us. Don't give the answers in the comments, but you can tell us at the end of it how you scored. Uh, there's 20 of these questions. Carter, do you want to do all 20 or do you want to do just 10? Uh, let's do 10, and then if we need another okay. 10 um, next week or in a couple of weeks, we can do them. All right, sounds good. I will just get a notepad to track how well you're doing here okay yeah you told me what it was before and i know it's not going to be good so i really (laughs) only want to do 10 anyways (laughs) so we are going to play a game uh that is can you guess the movie based on our bad description this is coming from epicstream.com uh where you you know i will explain the movie terribly and you'll have four options to choose what movie it is oh sick Uh, i love multiple choice (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but before going into this, uh, I got this idea from a post that I had seen earlier that does the same thing, you know, describes it terribly, and it's a movie. Um, so I'm just going to read this one, though, to you, and okay. I want you to tell me what movie you think it might be. This one doesn't have any answer or anything like that. Okay. So it's a movie where a creature of another species with a love of good food meets a mess of a human down on his luck living in a shitty apartment the creature can control the guy's actions and the person is unwilling at first, but they learn to cooperate and together they stop an evil rich man trying to take them down. What's the movie? What's the movie? Kind of sounds like, I want to say like Spider-Man three. Okay. So you're, you're, you're close. Okay. It describes venom. Venom. Yeah. Okay. But it but. also describes Ratatouille. <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> i i definitely wouldn't have ever gotten there but you're right <laughs> it's a wild comparison but like it's accurate both ways you look at it yeah <laughs> one's one's a rat the other one's an alien <laughs> mm-hmm. i i forgot venom had his own movie otherwise i would have went there but yeah. i was thinking that's what i was what came to mind so. on the second one's supposed to come out later this year which i'm that's excited true. for that's good yeah I, I really like those movies yeah yeah there it's 
like the first Venom was very, you know, two thousands based, I think. Um mm-hmm. but it was it was kind of fun, campy in that respect. So I, I like that movie. I know some people didn't, but I liked it for that reason. Yeah. Um oh I guess this is also kind of a unplucked and because we don't hear the music very often these days. There we go. All right. So let's get into the game here. Come on. Load. All right. So first one. (laughs) Six heroes kick ass and each warm up. Yeah, it's the Avengers. Your option. Well, okay. We got the Avengers. We have Avengers Age of Ultron. We have Captain America Civil War. Or we have Justice League. Yeah, it's, it's the Avengers. The first one. Starting off easy. Let's go. Taking forever. (laughs) All right. Oh, we might have to do all 20, I think, to get the uh, answer. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, (laughs) A young (laughs) farmer befriends the man who mutilated his father. We have Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Man of Steel or the Iron Giant. Oh, wait. Okay. A young farmer befriends the man who mutilated his father. Okay, I feel like that's Star Wars, but he doesn't... Who's the man that mutilated his father? The Emperor, right? Ah, Fuck it, I'm just going to go Star Wars, New Hope. As soon as I saw a young farmer, that's what I was going with. I can can tell you from the image that is Star Wars. Well, yeah, that kind of gave it away too, but... (laughs) Well, I mean, his father was, spoiler alert, for a movie that came out over 40 years ago, uh, Darth Vader, but the man who mutilated his father was Obi-Wan Kenobi. (laughs) Oh, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. A computer hacker pops pills and plays RPGs. <laughs> Is the movie Swordfish, Black Hat, Tron, or The Matrix? Um, oh, man. It's been so long since I've seen Tron and The Matrix. But because of the pop pills, and I, I know the red pill, blue pill thing with The Matrix, I'm going to go with that one. All right. I don't know if that's right, though. If it's Swordfish or Black Hat, I'm fucked because I've never even heard of those. <laughs> uh, deformed young men travel the world to return unwanted jewelry. We have The Dark Crystal, Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King, Harry Potter and the, Slo- and the Sorcerer's Stone, The Philosopher's Stone, come on, and The Hobbit and Unexpected Journey. Um, I guess it'd be The Return of the King because in The Hobbit, they don't yeah, they don't. They're not trying to return the jewelry. That's where you find. That's where um, they find. They the find ring. the ring. Yeah. So I guess yeah, Return of the King. Okay. A rich man convinces a teenage boy to dress up in spandex, then ignores all of his phone calls. <laughs> we have Spider-Man: Homecoming, X-Men: First oh, yeah. Class, Iron Man Three, or The Incredibles. Um. Yeah, I guess Spider-Man: Homecoming. Spider-Man: Homecoming. All right. One man cures another of cancer and is then brutally killed for his efforts. Oh, that's Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the Fault in Our Stars? <laughs> oh, no. That's an option? That's, that's, that's awful. Incredible. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love how I didn't even have to read the options, though. You're just like, that's Deadpool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wa- yeah, my girlfriend and I watched that movie the other day. Okay, to go along with ASDF and Spider-Man, yeah, that movie as well. Uh, yeah. is 100% my type of humor. 
Uh, social outcasts beat up an out of work circus performer. <laughs> Big um, Top Pee Wee, the House of One Thousand Corpses, Zombieland, or It. Uh, I haven't seen any of these movies, so it's just to get. I mean, I've seen Zombieland, but it was a long time ago, and I feel like it's not Zombieland because they fuck up zombies, not an out of work circus performer. Um, I'll go with It. Okay. Do you know that one? I I want to say it's it as well, but I'm not sure. Oh, okay. A vigilante uses the Patriot Patriot Act and act or and attacks laws law enforcement officers. Jesus Christ! I can't. Wow, that, that was tough to get out. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> taxi driver, kick ass, V for Vendetta, or The Dark Knight. Um. I feel like it's not the Dark Knight because there's no mention of the Patriot Act in there. And he doesn't attack law enforcement. So I guess V for Vendetta. I feel like that's kind of the vibe of that movie. Again, right. haven't seen it. but All right, next one. A giant man <laughs> lures a young boy onto his motorcycle by showing him his magic wand. <laughs> that's a great description. <laughs> Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. The Sorcerer's Apprentice, Stardust, or Hugo. It's Harry Potter. <laughs> That's that's fantastic, though. <laughs> it is so good. Oh, pop-ups. There we go. All right, number 10. A man hires the guy who tried to rape his wife when they were in high school. Donnie Darko, Looper, Back to the Future, or Groundhog Day? Um, I've only seen Back to the Future, and I, I know it's not that one. Um, even though the picture kind of makes it look like a, an old guy, and yeah, I don't know. Mm. Okay, no, I'm not gonna not gonna let the picture fool me. Um, <laughs> Groundhog Day, I I haven't seen, but I know the the general premise of, and I feel like that's not it. Um, so it's got to be either Donnie Darko or Looper, and I'm just gonna guess Donnie Darko. All right. Next one. Yeah, we'll we'll just do all twenty. Sure, I I can find more of these later. Uh, a man stuck in the 80s gets closer to nature by talking to plants and animals. Is it Frozen, Harry and the Hendersons, Guardians of the Galaxy, or Jumanji? Um, see, I wouldn't have guessed Guardians of the Galaxy, but I guess that makes sense because he talks to a raccoon and a tree. And his mixtapes are from the 80s. I guess I'll go with Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. All right. Definitely not frozen, I'll tell you that for free. (laughs) (laughs) A beautiful girl accidentally convinces an entire town to murder her boyfriend. Is it My Girl, (laughs) Beauty and the Beast, The Little Mermaid, or Aladdin? Beauty and the Beast? (laughs) (laughs) Some of these horrible descriptions are funny. My God. Yeah. (laughs) A girl must choose between a dog and a mosquito. Is this Twilight, Lacey Come Home, All Dogs Go to Heaven, or Underworld? I mean, if a dog is a werewolf and a mosquito is a bat, it's Twilight. (laughs) This is amazing. (laughs) Between a dog and a mosquito. Oh, all right. A spoiled woman kisses her brother to spite her boyfriend. (laughs) Is this Back to the Future, Blades of Glory, 
the Blue Lagoon, <laughs> or Star Wars Episode Five: The Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> I guess I got to go with Star Wars Episode Five. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh my gosh. <laughs> A woman, oh God, a woman plays Pictionary with a giant octopi. Is this Arrival, <laughs> Passengers, Sharknado, or the fourth kind? I have, I have no idea. Um, I'll, I'll go with Arrival. Arrival? Right. I, I haven't seen any of these movies, so. But I feel like Sharknado is uh, not it. But also, <laughs> actually, but also it could be. I'm going to regret if it's Sharknado. <laughs> All right. Idiots refuse to learn from their mistakes, and surprisingly to no one, people die. Is this San Andreas, Cloverfield, Jurassic World, or Airplane? I guess Jurassic World. <laughs> they made another fucking di- dinosaur park, so... <laughs> <laughs> Which, apparently, the ride at Universal Studios has been upgraded to like and like modernized and everything like that, and I really oh, want to yeah. go check it out. The uh, cool. I, I have been on the original one, and that was a lot of fun, so... Guess I've we got to like, do a videos. California trip. Yeah, we do. Go, go to a game at Honda Center. Go check out Universal Studios. Disneyland. Disneyland. Yeah, exactly. We got to go check out the Star Wars park. I want oh, to exactly, so badly. Exactly. I want, yeah. I want to pay 15 Canadian for a uh, glass of blue milk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A woman wins the ice bucket challenge by letting her boyfriend die. Oh. <laughs> Is this the day after oh, tomorrow? Yes. Titanic, Everest. Or Poseidon. It's Titanic, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Captain America recalls how delicious babies are. Is this Snowpiercer, Silence of the Lambs, Wrong Turn, or Hannibal? So I guess it has to be a Chris Evans movie, which Hannibal's not in. There's no baby eating from what I remember. It's just other people's faces. Um Silence of the Lambs, it's not that one. And I feel like Chris Evans is in Snowpiercer, but I don't know. And I don't know Wrong Turn, but I feel like Snowpiercer. No, uh, maybe not. No, mm. I don't know. Eeny, meeny, money, money. <laughs> the very best one, and you are not it. Okay, I got to go with Wrong Turn. All right. Oh, goddamn pop-ups. Wrong turn. All right. We got two left here. Okay. Disney decides it's better to resurrect a dead actor than hire someone else. <laughs> Is this Ant-Man, Beauty and the Beast, 2017, so the live action, Rogue One, or The Jungle Book, 2016, live action? Um, I guess it's Rogue One because there's a general, what's his name? Uh, oh, Grand Moff Tarkin. That's the one. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Can't remember the actor's name off the top of my head. But <laughs> a man breaks his back while cosplaying and ends up in prison for it. Is this Misery, Super, <laughs> The Warriors, or The Dark Knight Rises? Again, I wouldn't have guessed it, but it's it's definitely The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> I didn't even have to look at the answers, and I was like, I bet you that's The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> <laughs> you got 85%. Oh, holy nice. shit. Top nice. 92.4 of all test takers. All right, see let's see if we can, Yeah, here we go. Yeah, let's see which ones you got wrong here. Mm-hmm. So you got the six heroes kick-ass in each form. Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, you got the young farmer. Uh, you got the computer hacker. Nice. Um, yeah, you got the deformed young men. Um, you got the rich man convinces a teenage boy to dress up in spandex. Like, <laughs> that's horrible. What do you think about it that way? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the man cures another of cancer and brutally killed. Um, social oh, that one outcast. Was it. Okay. Yeah, beat up and out of work circus performer. Uh, the Dark Knight was the vigilante uses the Patriot Act and, and, and uh, attacks law enforcement officers. Um, oh, I guess. That was, I guess that would be the end of the episode, right? Because he, yeah. or the end of the movie, because he mm-hmm. um, like does all the like hacking into everyone's phones and that sort of thing, right? Yeah, Which is yeah, that's right. Part of the Patriot Act and everything like that. Yeah. Um, and stopped all like the cops from killing what he realized quickly were hostages. So. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Yeah, it's a very the, specific moment in the movie. Yeah, but yeah, you're you're right. Uh, the young boy on his motorcycle is Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Uh, Back to the Future was the man hires the guy who uh, tried to rape his wife when they were in high school. I remember that movie very differently of, then. Yeah, it's a dark <laughs> way of describing that. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, the man stuck in the '80s, getting closer to nature, is Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, Beauty and the Beast was a beautiful girl accidentally convinces an entire town to murder her boyfriend. <laughs> uh, the dog and the mosquito was Twilight. That's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> the spoiled woman kissing her brother despite her boyfriend is The Empire Strikes Back. There's a beautiful edit uh, on YouTube that's when Leia's explaining to Han that Luke is actually her brother. And it does like a flashback to this moment. And mm-hmm. it's like Leia smiling and going in for the kiss at that point, right? As Han yeah. is thinking like, you kissed your brother, but then he smiles about it after. And it's like, <laughs> oh God, all right, we're we're uh, we're going down that route. <laughs> Porn music starts playing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a woman plays Pictionary with giant octopi was Arrival, which I, I haven't seen that movie. No. Is that what I said? Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember either. I don't know. Uh, I've got two wrong so far. So if I get a, yeah. if we find another one, then I got um, that one right. But. Idiots refusing to learn from their mistakes and people die was Jurassic World. Uh, the ice bucket challenge by letting her boyfriend die was Titanic. Uh, Snowpiercer, yes, was the Captain okay. America recalls how delicious babies are, which I haven't seen in that movie either. So I had no idea. Yeah. So yeah, with that one, I said wrong turn. So I guess I get I got a okay. rival right then. Uh, Rogue One was the Disney decides it's better to resurrect a dead actor than to hire someone else. I think he was mm-hmm. dead for like 20 years at that point, at least. It's yeah, it was a long time. It, so, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I still think they did pretty well with uh, with him, honestly, like yeah, recreating his face. Like, yeah. there wasn't as much of the uncanny valley as I thought, and it mm-hmm. made sense that Tarkin was there at that time. Yeah, um, and considering that they're like the movie ends literally like 10 minutes before the original star wars starts it would be kind of like i understand you know real life and everything like that but Mm -hmm. it would be a little jarring to have different actors as the same person yeah uh a man breaks his back while cosplaying and ends up in prison for it was the dark knight rises so okay that's uh yeah that's 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 pretty good there 85 percent correct so yeah honestly without the multiple choice i probably would have got four at best <laughs> so oh but oh yeah that was uh that was pretty good hey yeah. that's pretty good <laughs> another <I-dubs laughs> oh the right. idubs reference yeah. let's go <laughs> yeah no that's good that's a that's a fun one even though i'm shit at it but with uh <laughs> with multiple choice anything's possible <laughs> exactly 
Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that wraps us up here. So, um, Nate, where can they uh, send you all of their shitty movie descriptions? <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Tate Namas, T-A-T-E-N-H-O-M-A-S. And you can also interact with him on the Quack Report social media at Quack Report Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and on TikTok as well. And you can follow the entire network at HockeyPodNet. Once again, the Blue Notes is at Blue Notes Pod. Uh, there are some great guys. They got great interviews, lots of fun to talk to and hang out with. Uh, you can follow myself at Carter underscore Pots, P-O-T-T-S underscore 97. And we will see you guys on Thursday.